0: This is a story from the Land of Nod. Hi, my name is Annie and I create everything that you see and hear here at Land of Nod. If you would like to support the work that I do, please consider going to patreon.com forward slash land of Nod learning. Thank you. Today's story has two very special guests, Dara and Jack from County Wexford here in Ireland, who won our latest competition. Thanks so much, boys. I really hope you like going on this adventure with us. Now, let's get to the story. Baylor of the Evil Eye In the deep, dark depths of Ireland's mythology, the most wicked and monstrous race of beings were called the Fomera, or in English, the Formorians. They came from under the sea or beneath the earth, and were often portrayed as giants and sea raiders. They were the enemies of Ireland's first settlers, and the opponents of the Tuatha Dé Danann. The most savage and merciless king in the history of the Formorians was a man called Balor. He had only one eye, and that eye was so powerful that one glance from it was enough to kill an enemy. As he grew older, the eyelid became flabby, and he could no longer raise it, so he directed that two iron rings be inserted into his eyelid, and ropes threaded through these rings. Then, when he wanted to kill an enemy, he called on his warriors to pull up on the ropes, and the great eyelid would be hauled upwards, and the eye would turn blearily looking for the enemy. He was known as Balor of the Evil Eye. Balor never visited Ireland, but he sent his soldiers on terrible, bloody raids, ordering them to levy a tax on every single person of the 2 a day
1: Anyone refuses to pay the tax, cut up his nose,
0: Balor said.
1: Those 2 a day like to give themselves heirs because they are descended from a goddess. But no one can withstand my evil or the power of my great eye.
0: Now, King Jack was the ruler of the Dé Danann, and he knew about Balor and what he could do. We'll pay his taxes, he said, and then he might leave us in peace. So, once a year, the king and his nobles waited on the hill of Ishnach near Tara to give the gold they had collected to Balor's soldiers. Better to be safe than sorry, King Jack said. I don't want to see any of my subjects walking around without a nose and I certainly don't want Baylor of the Evil Eye arriving in Ireland. Not even the strongest magic from our druids can do anything about that man. We'll just hope he never decides to come pay us a visit. So one April morning King Jack and his nobles were gathered waiting for the tax collectors with a big pot of gold in front of them. Suddenly there came riding across the plain a band of warriors led by a young man whose face and long golden hair shone like the sun. This was Dara of the Long Arm, famed throughout ten kingdoms for the bravery of his deeds and the power of his magic. Now King Jack knew about him and that he was the foster son of Mananon MacLair, the god of the sea and that his foster father had given him a special sword that could cut through iron, and a boat that could travel over land and sea with equal ease. It was said that he was a good person who never abused his power. "'You are welcome, Dara,' said Jack as the young warrior approached. "'It would be an honour for me and my people to entertain you here in Ishnok. "'Please stay, and I will get my servants to prepare a feast for you and your men.' He was just about to order the great doors to the feasting hall to be thrown open when a shouting and clashing of spears and shields was heard and the Formorian tax gatherers came marching over the hill. Darov the Long Longarm stared at them in disgust. What a horrible bunch of people, he said. I don't think I've ever seen a dirtier or uglier gang. Who on earth are they? As he asked this, he turned towards King Jack and was amazed to see the king... "'white-faced, dropped to his knees, "'as did all of his nobles.
1: "'It's the Firmorians!'
0: "'Jack whispered. "'Dara, please, just do as I'm doing. "'As long as we show them some respect "'and I hand over the gold I have collected, "'they will go away and leave us in peace.' "'Dara looked thoughtful. "'The Firmorians,' he said. "'I know a fair amount about these people.'
1: "'You do?'
0: asked the king. "'Yes, and ye need have no fear, though they are a gang of ruffians. "'I and my warriors will send them off pretty quick. Just you wait.' "'This was not what King Jack wanted to hear. "'No, no, please, Dara,' he said. "'And with that he drew his sword from his scabbard and waved it over his head. "'He rushed into the middle of the Formorians, and within minutes most of them lay dead on the ground. "'Dara looked around at the few cowering creatures that he had spared.' The only reason you haven't been killed too, he said to them, is so that you can go straight back to Baelor and tell him that he will get no more gold from Ireland ever again and tell him to mind his manners or I'll have to go up there and teach him a lesson myself. The nine Romanian formorians took to their heels, running in a panic back up the hill, not stopping to collect their weapons, much less attempting to take the pot of gold in front of The king. They did not stop, even to draw breath, until they reached their boats, which they had moored off the shores of County Louth. They flung themselves on their oars and made good time back to their northern home, given energy by the terror that filled them. A worse fate, however, awaited them. When Baylor heard their story, he roared for his special henchman to come and haul up his eyelid. Then he flashed the eye in the direction of the nine tax gatherers and they fell down dead on the spot, their hearts pierced by the poison from Baylor's eye.
1: That is the fate of all cowards, Baylor said. Let us gather our forces and set out for Ireland, so that I can deal with this puppy who has dared to insult me. On the journey I can think of a very painful death for him, something slow and lingering. He will die an inch at a time and then he
0: laughed a horrible monstrous laugh. It took Baelor and his army five days to reach Ireland. They moored their boats and began the march to Ishnach with a great stamping of feet and shouting and beating of drums. So great was their number and their power that the earth of Ireland trembled and the noise of their arrival reached King Jack and his palace. Dara of the long arm also heard the noise he went at once to the king so he said Baelor has arrived I'm really looking forward to this in fact I've been waiting for just such an occasion most of my life the king who was eating his breakfast pushed away his untouched egg I've lost my appetite he said I'm not normally a coward but nobody can withstand Baelor of the evil eye Nobody except his grandson, Dara spoke quietly. It has been foretold by the stars that Baylor will be destroyed by his own grandson. Pff, much good that'll do us, King Jack said gloomily. The young warrior smiled and came and sat beside the king. You know that I was fostered by Mananon MacLear, he began. I do indeed, said King Jack, but what good is that to us? Well, said Dara. You have no idea who my blood family is. None, said the king. And with all due respect, Dara, I don't think this is the moment to start telling me the story of your life. Just listen to me and you will understand. Then he told King Jack the story of his life. My mother was a beautiful young princess named Ethlin, the only child of King Baylor of the Evil Eye. He stopped, as the two Adahan drew in their breath in surprise and fear. The day Ethelin reached her 13th birthday her father locked her away in a tower for he had been told by a druid that he would be killed by his own grandson and he was determined that Ethelin would be kept forever from the sight of any man. This way she would never marry or have children and so safety would be guaranteed or so he thought. But one day a great warrior from this country was shipwrecked off the coast of the island where Ethlyn was imprisoned. Kean, for that was the name of the warrior swam ashore and was thinking that he might have to spend the night in a cave when he suddenly heard sweet singing coming from above his head he climbed upwards and eventually came out into the lower room of the tower where ethan was imprisoned he had found a secret entrance that nobody knew about made by pirates a hundred years before continuing to follow the sound he quickly arrived in ethan's tower and there the young man looked at the young woman and no sooner looked, but they had immediately fallen in love. Dara of the long arm looked around the room. There were many smiles from those sitting listening to his story. Oh, I love a good romance, said King Jack. They were together for only a short time, continued Dara, because kean had to return to Ireland. When he had gone, Etlin found that she was expecting a baby, and eventually she gave birth to his son. When Baylor heard this, he shook with fear and rage. He tore the baby from Etlin's arms and took it straight down to the kitchens. You, he said, calling
1: to his servant, take this horrid brat and put it in that basket and fling it into the sea. Everyone is trying to defy me, even my own daughter, but they'll all find that Baylor will not be destroyed by any prophecy of the stars.
0: But this servant was not such a monster as his master. He made a little raft and tied the basket to it and set the raft adrift on the sea, making sure that it was out far enough to be clear of any rocks. Some three days later that baby was found by Mananon Maclair. And that baby was me, of course. Mananon reared me as his own child, though since then I have been reunited with my blood father. King Jack was amazed "'What a story!' he said. "'Dara smiled at King Jack. "'You see why I laughed when I heard he was at the head of that band of ruffians? "'I, of all men, have no fear of Balor. "'Though he is my grandfather, he is an evil man and I will fight on your behalf, "'for I know that you are a just and good king, "'and that these people, the Dé Danan, "'have suffered enough over the years at the hands of the Fremorians.' And after all, they are my people too on my father's side. I am half Tuwadaydanan, through the blood of Cian. The morning of the battle was clear and sunny, and too hot for the Fremorians who lived in such a cold place. Under the shadow of the hill of Tara, the two armies were drawn up in battle formation. King Jack looked with pride at his soldiers, and thought that if bravery won the day, then the people of Ireland need have no fear. He inspected his troops, then took his place at their head. Baylor, however, sat down on a great rock. His eyelid lowered in case his eye should accidentally fall on one of his own side. Let the battle commence! The cry went up, and thousands of swords were drawn from their scabbards. The battle raged back and forth with both sides showing courage and determination. They fought under a hot sun, sweltering inside their armour and the clanging of swords and shields could be heard as far away as the giant's causeway. By noon, many bodies lay on the ground, and many wounded were being carried away, moaning in pain. But the soldiers of King Jack fought through love and pride, and not through fear, and by early afternoon they were advancing on the Formorians, pushing them back towards the sea. Then, one of Balor's favourite warriors had his head chopped right off, the head rolled and rolled until it landed at Balor's feet. Balor gave a great bellow of rage.
1: Enough is enough,
0: he roared.
1: Raise my eyelid.
0: Ten men ran forward to do his biddings. They threaded the ropes through the iron rings and slowly the lid was raised. Now, Balor bellowed again,
1: turn me and direct my eye at that first line of the enemy.
0: The men did as they were told, and the evil eye was focused on the two day Adanan, and immediately a hundred men fell. The eye flashed again, and another hundred fell. Then another. If this continued, King Jack's army would be wiped out. Get down, get down, shouted the king. Get down on the ground and save yourself from Balor's evil eye. All around him men fell to the ground until there was only one left standing. Dara of the long arm. He stood and gazed up towards his grandfather. He raised his long arm, took aim, and sent his spear flying through the air. So accurate and so powerful was his throw that the spear hit Balor in the eye. As it fell, the eye lighted on a thousand Formorians, and they fell before him as its eye lost its glitter and came to rest on the ground. And as the life ebbed from Balor's body, the light left the evil eye. With the death of their leader, the Firmorians lost their appetite for war, and soon they began to retreat. As the sun began to set behind the hill of Tara, King Jack sent orders that all his wounded warriors should be brought into the palace where they would be looked after. That night, some soldiers of the king were out making sure that no wounded warrior had been overlooked. As they searched, they found the huge evil eye and decided to throw it into the sea so that it could never harm any human being again. Dara of the Long Arm became a great hero in Ireland, where at last there started a long reign of peace and prosperity presided over by brave King Jack. The End